Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. All right, guys, uh, we were saying earlier we want to talk about our new favourite show. I haven't sat in front of a television glued to a show like this in as long as I can remember. We are talking about the new show, Hunted. It premieres on Channel 10 on Sunday night, and from it is our next guest. He's been a bodyguard for three former Prime Ministers, Bob Hawke, Paul Keating and John Howard. Now Chief David Craig is leading the charge on Australia's Hunted. I have 22 years' experience with the Australian Federal Police, 11 years as a detective superintendent. I was the senior investigating officer for the Bali 2 bombings in 2005, which led to the apprehension of one of Southeast Asia's most wanted terrorists. So catching these people should be a piece of cake. We have 18 fugitives in two vehicles headed towards the Melbourne area. Some would say he's unqualified for this gig. Um, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> David Craig is joining us on the air. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. No Good worries. Chief. Good morning. Now, I should point out, uh, this is a reality show. We are not letting loose fugitives no. in Melbourne. <laughs> um, no. But, uh, yeah, the new show, uh, basically people are teaming up as couples and they have to flee Melbourne CBD. Yep. And you and your team have 21 days to find them. That's exactly right, yeah. It is I'm so very nervous good. in his company. You know what, though? You sound quite terrifying and then you've walked in and you're bubbly and yeah. friendly. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're not see, what I expected. The whistle hasn't blown yet. <laughs> <laughs> when the game's on, it's gloves off, let me tell you. Watching the show, because it's all about you and your team trying to find these people in Melbourne, and yeah. you guys are accessing uh, CCTV cameras everywhere. Yeah. How does that actually work? Have you been given permission from the, the Melbourne City Council to do it? Like, um, Look, the way they replicate things in production, I actually don't know because mm-hmm. we were we produced out of a completely different area to the fugitives right. and there was a big area in the middle that was sort of coordinating everything and yes. there was a, just no-go areas. So there's a lot I don't know, but... Um, if there's a CCTV camera somewhere in, in the mall, in Flinders Street somewhere, yeah. and, and we say, look, we think a fugitive went past there, we do an application written, so we want that and this is why. Yep. Yes. And then if the, if it's there, they will have it. They'll, they'll send it to us. So they may replicate it with their own camera right. or they right. may actually use the real one. So this is for the sake of production because we need to remember that this is a reality TV show. But in terms of, like, the Australian Federal Police and security in the country, when you're actually hunting for a fugitive or someone, you can access that information in anyone's CCTV because I found that quite confronting watching the show. Yeah, we, um, yeah, the, I mean, that's why we have search warrants uh, yes. to allow us to do things like that. Not anyone to... can so, do that. So no, there's no. what, one, two, three, I think four cameras in here. Could, could you sit back and, and actually access that, that sort of vision? Uh, these particular ones here, I would doubt it, but uh, okay. it wouldn't take us Thank very long. Because <laughs> we've got such <laughs> immense security here yeah. at KISS. <laughs> and so many secrets. Um, when you're watching this show, you can't help but go, nah, this is how I would get away. <laughs> and uh, Ben Chicken, one of our producers and I, were chatting yesterday and... At the start of the show, you release all the contestants out of these black vans uh, in the city and everyone scatters, right? And producer Ben and I were like, I'd stay in the van. Uh, I'd let the cops chase all the fugitives and then I'd just strut out of the van a few minutes later and go and get a latte. David, yeah. it was like watching this show with two know-it-alls. These two <laughs> were like had a foolproof plan of how they could possibly evade so you. here's my question. How would you get away? If we dropped you now in the middle of Melbourne CBD... Right. Same rules as the show. Yeah. With all your knowledge, what would you do? 
Can you keep this on the lowdown? Absolutely. No okay. one's All listening. Right. You, yeah. you get okay, perfect. <laughs> um, what I'd do is I, I would get the, you get a card that you're allowed to take out cash. Yep. I would go straight to the van near. Go straight to an ATM, take yep. out all your cash straight At the away. Start. Yeah, straight away, and then run straight to a CCTV camera and just wave and wait. What do you mean? He's, he's, <laughs> I'm not giving anything oh, away. Damn it. <laughs> but it is right because that must be such an easy way to track people because I know in this first episode there's moments when I'm like, why are you getting cash out at that bank? Of course they can track your card. Yeah, yeah, and they know that. So, you know, when they when they hit the ATMs, they're out of there, like, really quick. Yeah. Yes. What's, what's the biggest mistake a criminal, in all your history, mm. that you've seen, what's the biggest mistake people make when they're trying to evade police? It's... With with a lot of pressure, um, you want to go back to things that are familiar to you. So, mm. at, in the initial stages, you go into a completely foreign environment, and you feel a little bit comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You feel like you can do that. But uh, as paranoia builds up, when they when they hear helicopters or they hear our drones or they know that there's uh, special forces on the ground looking for them, paranoia builds up, and then they want to reach out or get into an environment where they feel more familiar because yes. it's just you feel yeah. too vulnerable. So and now but, this happens in episode one. I don't want to give too much away. But there is a team in this show that, how do you put it, they absolutely ate it on the first episode by doing just that, going straight back to somewhere comfortable. And I was screaming at the TV. Yeah. Why? It, yeah. It's it's frustrating, but then uh, it's very hard to think straight. And, I mean, these aren't criminals. These are no. actually <laughs> yeah. just it's great true. Aussies having but, a but crack. On, on the flip side, there's some really slippery customers. Again, without giving anything away, there's someone with an immense sort of background um, I mean, how hard is the job of tracking some of these guys down? It's it's not easy, you know. Like, it, it looks easy on movies and things like this, but remember, we're starting from... We had no head start on these people. Yeah. Mm. We had a couple of minutes. All I got was 18 fugitives in a van heading towards Melbourne CBD and straight away, and that, that was how it started. And this is the registration number, so I'm straight on... Get the helicopter up, patch me through live, and let's yes. take it from there. So. I know it's a reality TV show, but when you capture them, it's pretty much just like tag. In the brainstorm meeting, did you ever go, can we just shoot him in the leg or something? <laughs> 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 no, and, and they knocked back the taser right. as well, unfortunately. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Hey, it must be so much easier now than like 20 years ago now with people's social media. We've got such a huge footprint everywhere we go. We've got phones that ping, sat navs in our car. Now, that's a whole nother story. If you watch the show, you'll understand that freaked me out. There's a moment with the tracking of the car. But is it is it much easier now than it was 20 years ago to catch people? No, I don't think so. Really? Because, I mean, we definitely are more technologically advanced. We yeah. certainly are on the front foot. But then the bad guys have got countermeasures and they can they can um, have certain measures in there to, to fool, you know, make right. it look like there's, you know, ghosts themselves or yep. or whatever. So it's, it's, it's uh, still pretty hard, Yanka. And just finally, do you really think that criminals' brains, like people who do really bad things, just think so differently to your average human? Because I would never think to do, like, to hide the way they do and to do all those tactical things that they do. No, it comes naturally to me. Oh, sorry, that was to David. <laughs> My bad. Oh, look, I, th- I think... Um whether you're being chased, I mean, if you have experience, if you have some exposure to that during your lifetime, if you come from a, a family of criminals, then you yeah. probably have an advantage. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, Australians are pretty um, ingenious people and uh, and we've all got a bit of Ned Kelly in our blood <laughs> and uh, we want to avoid the authorities. And when I first started watching this overseas, because, you know, there's... Uh, yeah, it's huge, huge in the, in the UK. UK. Huge, yeah. yeah. I started watching it over there and I was absolutely hooked and I was on the fugitive side. Yeah, so, right. Because you know, that's just... 
You know, mm. you want the underdog to get away. But uh, yeah. now I'm on the other side and, and it's game on. David, how do you think these two would go if we teamed up Jason Lauren, put them in a SUV, dumped them in the middle of the city? Jace's biggest mistake would be go straight through KFC drive <laughs> and, and you'd look for a phone charger. <laughs> we, we'd be caught in 20 minutes. <laughs> Dave's like, mate, I'll have these two locked up before lunch. <laughs> um, hey, I want to talk about your history for a bit. Uh, you're in the Australian Federal Police. You're a bodyguard for three Prime Ministers, Bob Hall, Paul Keating, John Howard. Yes. Who would you say, say if there was a shot coming towards all three of them, who would you save the most? <laughs> Did you have a favourite? Jesus, this is really unfair. <laughs> no, what I will say is, is they are all very different away from the TV cameras. Yeah. Are, at the end of the day, these are fathers, sons, grandfathers, mothers, you know, all yep. these protected people are just people and they have a particular uh, political agenda or, or point they're trying to get across and so they come across a little bit differently in camera. But when the camera stops... They're, you know, yeah. having a sandwich with us. They're, they're, you know. I was about to say, it must be hard, though, because the whole, you know, Secret Service protection thing fascinates me. And it's me like, too. at the end of the day, you know, the bodyguard's in the room with the Prime Minister. He could be having a fight with his partner or whatever, and you've got to awkwardly just turn a blind eye, don't you? Well, I mean, we wouldn't turn a blind eye if it was uh, domestic violence. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no but I mean, yeah. like, you know, just like couples arguing or, oh, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, well, no, we're a vault. If there's something yeah. happens, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. no rumour, there's nothing coming out on some magazine later yeah. on or on Insta or something, it just doesn't happen. There's you would be have quite seen a, a thing or two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure, but that's part of and, the job. And what about, because, you know, we all know the stories, you know, if they're protecting the President in America, they take a bullet for him. What do we do here in Australia? We don't do that. Um, we don't dive in front and take bullets. I mean, that's um, not very effective for a start. It looks great in Hollywood, yep. but bullets go through bodies very quickly. Mm. Um, that's why you'll see all the uh, the serious uh, bodyguards, personal, uh, close personal protection yep. people with the US Prime Minister, Australian Prime Minister, UK, etc. They're not great big weightlifting sort of people. No, These are very fit, uh, perceptive people that are able to react and anticipate before something happens because once a shot starts, You've lost. Yeah, yeah, you're looking to be one step ahead, right? Absolutely. You need to be assessing every person all the time. And, David, are you out of the game now? Are you just moving into TV and doing shows like this or are you still working as a bodyguard in a security... No, I left the AFP in 2013 and I've written uh, three books. Yes. Uh, the last book, Defeating Terror, is being made into a movie um, wow. or is in development for a movie. So that Have you got some up. handsome Hollywood actor playing you? Do you know... We've Richard got... Gere. Oh, no, Could well, be. do you know what? I've got a great... We've got a great Australian actor who's also producing. Oh, yeah. uh, one of the producers, Dan McPherson. Oh, Dan! Is, we love Dan. Handsome Dan. Dan is great. So. Oh, talk yourself up getting Dan no. to play you. <laughs> no, can I just say, I told my mum and my mum went, oh, he's a bit too good-looking, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> Mum, he's a good-looking oh, son. No, I just said Richard Gere could play you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, and you're a pretty tough operator. Like you've you've lived a life or two. Is there anything that frightens you? Oh, absolutely. You you get nervous. You get scared. I mean, you're still a human, but above everything comes the the focus of the job, and that's where you put it. And and that's look, that's no different than paramedics or nurses, mm. you know, people in everyday frontline stuff, they, they are focused on the job and they don't stop and think about what may happen to them. So, yeah. you know, it's not that different. Just just finally, when you back, uh, just back on the Prime Ministers, when you're their bodyguard, you, you can theoretically say no to them to do stuff, can't you? You know, if they want to go for a run, you're like, no, nah, not today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the intelligence is that, absolutely, we will not let them. We don't, we don't carry bags. We don't get sandwiches and things. We are there to protect them. And that's we, there's no way in the world we would let our Prime Minister walk into a known hostile environment. Yeah. 
What's yeah. what's one of the most random things you had to do with the PM? I remember we had was it Scomo on? He was saying he made oh. his whole protection detail go through the KFC drive through. <laughs> oh, I wish I was there that day. <laughs> <laughs> Any anything really random over your time? No, not really. Um, I I protected Pauline Hanson back when the the days were really full wow. on uh, back then, and she was a very polarizing politician, as you can imagine. And uh, people loved her or hated her. Yes. And she's got this luminescent red hair, so she stands out in the yeah. crowd. So we couldn't go anywhere low profile. Um, and so because she was so known and people loved her or didn't, um, lots of people want to come up and give her a hug and say hello. Yeah. And, and you don't know if that's actually, is this a threat? Yeah. Is there an edge weapon in a pocket somewhere? Or is this someone just wanting a hug? Yeah. So you know very that, difficult. That must be bloody hard in your job when protecting someone like Pauline Hanson who can say something so polarising, which whose opinion might really piss you off and yep. you completely disagree. You have to, that must be hard to turn mm. a blind eye to that and go, now I'm going to protect you, even though I completely disagree with you. Um, no, it's not because... It's about human life, and as a police officer, your main thing, your main uh, emphasis on everything is protecting life and saving yeah. life. That's and, why he's and, doing it, and not us. And that's you know, yeah. What you'd be like, have go on. Well, well, I, I, I heard your racist comments on the news last night. I'm going to let a bullet pass today. Just to the that. leg, just to the leg. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, mate, congratulations on this new show. It Thank is you. incredible. Seven thirty, Channel Ten, Sunday night. You'll be able to watch it. Hunted. Uh, Dr. David Craig joining us on the air. Good on you, Dave. Thanks a lot for your time. Thank, Thank you very you much. For your time. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.